Hello, this is Anna from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 6th of January. India recorded 90,928 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, pushing the overall count of infections in the country to over 3.51 crore. Today's count is 56.5% higher than yesterday's count of 58,097 infections. The toll increased to 4,82,876 with 325 new fatalities reported. Do note that these figures are widely believed to be undercounted. Cases of the Omicron variant increased to 2,630 from yesterday's count of 2,135. Most infections of the new variant have been reported from Maharashtra, which has 797 cases, followed by Delhi 465 and Rajasthan 236. India also reported its first death yesterday due to the Omicron variant of coronavirus in Rajasthan. According to the Joint Secretary of the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare, Love Agarwal, the 74-year-old man who had diabetes was fully vaccinated. The health ministry said that 995 out of the 2630 persons who tested positive for the new variant have recovered or migrated. The centers said yesterday that India is witnessing an exponential rise in the number of COVID-19 cases which is believed to be driven by the Omicron variant. It also highlighted that the country's R not value that indicates the spread of infection is 2.69 higher than the 1.69 recorded during the peak of the pandemic's second wave. Union Health Secretary Rajesh Bhushan will brief Election Commission of India officials today on the COVID-19 situation. According to ANI, Niti Aayog member Dr. V.K. Paul will also attend the briefing. Uttar Pradesh, Punjab, Uttarakhand, Goa and Manipur are scheduled to go to polls in February and March. With the coronavirus cases rising in the country, several states and union territories have ramped up the health infrastructure and issued restrictions on public movement. Meanwhile, the Delhi government has increased hospital beds to 4350 from 3316 in nine state run facilities ani reported as many as 230 resident doctors in mumbai tested positive for covid-19 over the last 3 days said ganesh solonke president of jj hospital meanwhile around 143 of the 1827 passengers on board the cordelia cruise ship that returned to mumbai from goa tested positive for coronavirus according to pti on monday 66 passengers on the ship had contracted the infection. The ship was stopped and the travelers were not allowed to deboard until their test results arrived. IIT Guwahati in Assam was declared a containment zone on Wednesday after 60 persons in the campus tested positive for coronavirus, ANI reported. The government has ordered the health officials to immediately test people who had come in touch with the patients. The Guwahati police has to ensure that no person exits or enters the campus. On the global front, COVID-19 has infected over 298 million people, claiming the lives of over 5.46 million. The Centers for Disease Control in the United States on Wednesday said that children between 12 and 17 years of age could take the Pfizer booster dose, the Washington Post reported. The directive came at a time when the country is witnessing more than 7 lakh coronavirus cases every day. The Grammy Awards that were scheduled to take place on 31st of January in Los Angeles on Wednesday were postponed indefinitely, AP reported. The organizers said that there were too many risks from the Omicron variant. A new date is yet to be announced. 
the punjab government formed a high level team to investigate security failures during prime minister narendra modi's wednesday visit to firozpur an official spokeswoman told the indian express that the two member committee will submit a report within 3 days the members include retired justice mehtab gill of the punjab and haryana high court and anurag verma principal secretary of the department of home affairs and justice meanwhile the supreme court will hear a petition on friday demanding a court monitored investigation into the pm security breach senior advocate manander singh brought the matter before a bench led by chief justice of india nv ramana who instructed him to serve a copy of his plea to the punjab government singh said that the police bandobast was a severe lapse and an intolerable security breach and that given the state's political circumstances a court monitored investigation into the incident was required this he added was vital to prevent similar occurrences from recurring farm protesters stopped the route of prime minister narendra modi's cavalcade on his way to the national martyrs memorial at the husaini wala border with pakistan due to this the pm was stranded for 15 to 20 minutes on a flyover in punjab the prime minister returned to new delhi after cancelling a planned visit to firozpur where he was to lay foundation stones for development projects worth rupees 40750 crore and address a rally citing this the ministry of home affairs requested a detailed report from the punjab government asking it to fix responsibility for this lapse and take strict action listeners hours after the prime minister's convoy was delayed in punjab there was a political slugfest between the congress and the bjp and of course our tv news channel anchors were not going to take it all lying down even as the authorities probed the issue the news channels made all sorts of claims from a conspiracy to murder the pm to a maoist role to a bid to insult modi my colleague veronica joseph reported that among the english channels on times now rahul shiv shankar held a debate where he tried to prove that the lapse was a conspiracy and not a coincidence he also spoke about how the pakistan border was just 20 km from where the pm had to wait for 20 whole minutes bursting with theories were other news anchors such as arnab goswami anjana om kashyap rubika liaquat sudhir choudhary and amish devgan to know more you can read her report on our website it is titled conspiracy maoist role how news channels covered pm's convoy row and while you are there you can check out our latest ground reports on plunder of the aravlis in this nl sena series my colleagues ayush and basant investigated that a slew of politicians from both the bjp and the congress are involved in infringing on land protected by the punjab land preservation act they also discovered that unlike the marriage halls and farm houses that were demolished as part of the faridabad administration's demolition campaign the cow shelters have escaped damage you can read their detailed reports on our website newslaundry.com listeners these are the stories and issues that either get buried or are ignored by the mainstream media to be reported they need greater guts conviction and tenacity and because news laundry is a self sustaining media platform that is not reliant on corporate or government financing we are able to bring you stories like this we rely on you our subscribers to keep us going so we urge you to be the change to disrupt the current media model and to subscribe to independent journalism 
in order to receive fair and factual news. If you want to help us bring you the stories that matter, go to newslaundry.com and click the red subscribe button in the upper right corner of the screen. Our cheapest subscription is just rupees 300 per month. The Delhi police today arrested Neeraj Bishnoi, the main conspirator in the bully buy case in which Muslim women were put up for auction online. KPS Malhotra, Deputy Commissioner of Police, Intelligence Fusion and Strategic Operations Unit, told the media that Bishnoi, arrested from Assam by Delhi Police Special Cells IFSO team, is the main conspirator and creator of Bully Buy on GitHub and the main Twitter account. 21-year-old Bishnoi is a second-year engineering student at a Bhopal-based institute, according to police officials. He was apprehended in his birthplace of Jorhat, Assam, and would be taken to Delhi this afternoon, NDTV reported. This is the fourth arrest in the case, which aroused outrage as renowned Muslim women journalists, attorneys, and activists who have been outspoken on social and political problems were targeted in the fake auction. The Mumbai police's cyber cell had made the previous three arrests. Mayank Raval, a 21-year-old student, 19-year-old Shweta Singh, and engineering student Vishal Kumarjha. According to Mumbai police, Shweta Singh is the case's mastermind. At least six persons died and 20 others fell ill after a gas leak at a chemical industry in Surat today morning. According to the Indian Express, the workers were suffocated after gas escaped from a tanker parked outside the Sachin industrial area. The tanker reportedly came from the Hage industrial area and was illegally dumping the hazardous chemicals in the open drain near Surat. The police said that when the gas from the tanker leaked, the workers at Sachin Gujarat Industrial Development Corporation were asleep. Those ill have been admitted to the civil hospital in Surat. This was criticised by Gujarat Chief Minister Bhupendra Patel, State BJP President C.R. Patil, Minister of State for Home Harsh Sangavi and others, who said that those taken to the hospital were being treated in the emergency ward. Gujarat as a chemical centre has seen a growing sector where dangerous and toxic chemicals are illegally dumped in open drains or rivers in a number of locations. Meanwhile, another incident of massive fire was reported in Delhi's Chandni Chowk market. The blaze started from a shop at Lajpat Rai market opposite Red Fort and soon gutted other shops. However, there were no casualties. The Delhi High Court today dismissed BJP leader Subramanian Swami's request for a CBI investigation into the Air India disinvestment process. The case was heard by a bench comprising Chief Justice D.N. Patel and Justice Jyoti Singh and a comprehensive order was expected. According to Hindustan Times, Swami argued that the Air India disinvestment process was arbitrary, illegal and against the public interest and that any action or decision or award of any additional licenses, permissions or permits should be set aside. He stated that the procedure was rigged in one of the parties' favour. Tata Sons, he said, was granted an unfair advantage. The claim was dismissed by both the centre and the Tatas. After hearing the arguments on Tuesday, the court had reserved its decision. Swami insisted that he was not opposing the disinvestment programme and that he believed in the free market, but that he was raising concerns about impropriety, illegality, misconduct and corruption in the process. He had argued, and I quote, I am in favour of disinvestment, but this is gigantic corruption in my view. I am complaining about the rigged procedure. 
It is rigged in favor of Tata companies, unquote. Center's Council Solicitor General Tushar Mehta said that Swami's petition was founded on misconceptions and does not merit consideration. Kazakhstani police killed dozens of demonstrators who attempted to storm administrative facilities overnight in Almaty, the country's largest city. On Thursday, Kazakh police spokesperson Sultanat Azerbek told the Khabar 24 television channel that extremist forces attempted to storm administrative buildings and police offices in Almaty. She said, and I quote, the dozens of attackers were eliminated. Their identities are being established, unquote. According to Al Jazeera, the deaths occurred during ongoing turmoil in Kazakhstan, which began as a result of increased fuel costs, but has subsequently erupted into the country's largest rallies since independence in 1991. Despite the presence of scores of troops and three armored personal vehicles, hundreds of demonstrators marched in Almaty's main square on Thursday. As the troops neared the masses, a Reuters journalist on the site reported hearing gunfire. The new protests came a day after activists in Almaty set fire to the presidential palace and the mayor's office. On Wednesday, crowds briefly overran the Almaty airport, forcing several flights to be cancelled. According to the Kazakh Interior Ministry, with 300 others injured, at least eight police and National Guard troops were killed in the unrest. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.